Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. COVID and vaccines and variants and lockdowns and stay-at-home orders. The province of Ontario today is reporting a record number of uh, infections at 4,456. Uh, meanwhile, Pfizer is uh, seeking Health Canada approval, or will, within a matter of weeks for COVID-19 vaccine use for 12 to 15-year-olds. And we've just you know, we've been talking about younger Canadians uh, coming down with COVID and spoke earlier with uh, Dr. Gerald DeRosa, had the head of medicine at Royal Columbian Hospital in U.S. Minister, British Columbia, about that. We're joined by our good friend, Dr. Isaac Bogosh, internal medicine and infectious diseases specialist, associate professor in the Department of Medicine at the University of Toronto, and a member of the Ontario COVID-19 Vaccination Distribution Task Force. Dr. Bogosh, thank you for the time. 4,456 cases today. Pretty ugly, pretty ugly. Not to be an alarmist, because I'm not, it's going to get worse, right? We haven't realized the full burden of infections following the Easter holiday uh, we'll probably see more more cases and then uh, about two weeks after the stay-at-home orders were announced we'll probably at least start to see some improvement now younger and younger canadians are coming down with uh, with covid and dr de rosa told us he's seen some really nasty situations in the icu at uh, at royal columbian i imagine you've seen similar things at the university or at least toronto general hospital yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just spent, uh, just got off the COVID wards, had a week there. I'm going back, I think in another week or so. Uh, we all take our turn and, and cover it. But yeah, we, we certainly are seeing younger patients. But like, let's not forget that still most people were, you know, 50s, 60s, handful of 70s. But there, there certainly were more people in their 30s that, uh, that we wouldn't normally have seen, for example, during wave one and wave two. And, you know, that's driven by a few things. One is the variants of concern cause bigger outbreaks and also cause more severe illness. The other thing, too, is we know where people are getting infected. A lot of these are either essential workers or direct contacts of essential workers. And then lastly, we can't ignore the the benefit of the vaccine program. And, you know, we are certainly seeing younger people. But, you know, we vaccinated a a lot of our 80 year old plus uh, community members. Uh, We vaccinated long term care. And, uh, you know, vaccines work. They're just not getting sick and coming into hospital and dying. Yeah, the vaccines really. I mean, I've, I had mine nine days ago, the first one, and I'm, I feel so much better. I mean, I feel more confident. I get emails from people saying, you're, you're crazy, you know. And, and I understand there's vaccine hesitancy out there. I, and, and I know that there's concerns about the efficacy and safety of different vaccines. I suspect no one is lining up to receive AstraZeneca. Frankly, I would have. If it, if it had been offered to me, I would have taken it. But there's yeah. been so many different messages on AstraZeneca, and not, that doesn't help as far as, um, you know, confidence for those who are oh, no. vaccine-hesitant. But would you just tell us, please, uh, would you just address that, just the issue of the vaccines and the vaccine hesitancy? You've done it before. Please do it again. Yeah. Well, I mean, Roy, obviously, I know we've never met in person, but when this does settle, we will go for beer and chicken wings. But, yes, like, indeed. I know you're not under the age of 60. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying how old you are, but you're not under the age of 60. No, I'm not. Like, we know that people who are 60 plus who get COVID can get really sick, especially with these variants. And these vaccines really, really work. Like, they'll stop you from dying. It's as simple as that. Like, they will prevent, a they will turn a potentially fatal infection into a much more mild infection or block it altogether. It's as simple as that. They work. 
There's overwhelming evidence that they work at an individual level. There's overwhelming evidence that they work at a population level. We're watching these vaccines transform epidemics in Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom. United Arab Emirates has done a ton of vaccines as well. Like, it's completely transformed how epidemics have unfolded and uh, for the better. And at an individual level, like, it, it truly can save your life. And so- uh, I really hope people choose to get protected because this this is a nasty infection i mean i know there's people that might not believe it and say oh these are all big numbers that's garbage this is the real deal those variants are the real deal we're seeing it and uh and it's ugly and the vaccines provide tremendous tremendous protection of course it's not perfect nothing is but it's really really good we spoke yesterday with a uh, with a researcher at uh, university of british columbia and he put it in an interesting way. And he said, the variants, you have to consider this. They're like, they're competing with each other. The, the different types of, uh, of COVID are competing with each other for survival and for primacy. So the bully on the block. And he said, if I understood him correctly, that's what the variants are doing. They are becoming, they're far worse than the original one. And they're becoming more of a problem. So if, if I say to you, if we took, put the two Vs together, vaccines and variants, are the vaccines keeping up with the variants? If it's a race, they're not. But if it's protection, they are. Like, let's talk about an individual. If someone got vaccinated and whether or not they got infected with, you know, the older versions of COVID-19 that we had or if they got a variant of concern, the vaccine is going to do something. The vaccine will significantly reduce your likelihood of getting sick and dying. They will. doesn't matter if it's a variant or not. But at a population level, if it's a race between the variants and the vaccine, this listen, you, we're watching this unfold coast to coast. Well, mostly the bigger provinces, not the eastern provinces. Like the, the, this, this is so transmissible. These infections just take off in communities. Like they, they take off, and they are. We're watching. If you give this a chance to spread, it spreads quickly. So we're not going to we're not going to vaccinate our way out of a third wave. We're going to need sound policy to get us out of a third wave. We'll catch up with the vaccines. Uh, but because it, it's going to take some time to vaccinate, you know, as many eligible adults as we possibly can. Are you still confident that we're going to be in a good place before the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, I really am. I mean, like, these, we're, you don't don't need to look at Canada. Look at other places that are a few months ahead. Look at certain parts of the United States, Israel, uh, parts of the U- UK. Like, if you vaccinate like stink and you protect a significant proportion of your population, you watch case numbers dwindle you watch your hospitals empty and you watch life gradually return to you know near normal but not just normal yet but at least much 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 closer to that end of the spectrum that'll happen we just we're just going at a slower pace or we can discuss a million reasons why but but we'll get there i mean in ontario we're now vaccinating over a hundred thousand people per day on on most days and that's expected to pick up like we'll get there we're just straggling along but we'll get there i said something when i introduced you that i know every parent of a young child is probably saying what and that was the story the headline is pfizer seeking health canada approval for covid19 vaccine use for 12 to 15 year olds within weeks be great be great can you imagine getting schools back getting youth hockey and youth sports youth arts back getting kids toward you know doing what they used to do in a safe environment um you know, most kids won't get that sick from this infection, but that's not the point. Some will, and they'll be protected. But also, kids can amplify the infection and bring it home to mom or dad or grandma or grandpa. And uh, the more people we have vaccinated, the safer we all are, but it also protects them as an individual. I think 
policies like this will transform school safety next year and really get kids going to summer camps and doing normal things that kids should be doing. What do you say to people who say somebody that young shouldn't be vaccinated? (laughs) I have trouble with those conversations. I know that there's people that do say that, and that's okay. Like, you know, I think it's important to really listen to what their concerns are, to take it seriously, to address those concerns head on. Uh, and not, you know, I, I, the shaming and blaming does nothing. It just further polarizes conversations. But I, I'd love to hear what the exact concerns are, because, like, we've got a lot of vaccines that are in kids that, you know, you know, our our kids don't get sick with measles anymore. You know, measles kills, of, of, I don't know, about 140,000 kids per year on planet Earth. And very few of them are going to be few, if any, are going to be in Canada because we vaccinate our kids. So there's a lot of good reasons to vaccinate your kids and and uh here's sadly we have an emerging infection but thankfully we have a vaccine that's safe and effective dr borgosh good talking to you thank you so much you stay safe because you're buying the chicken wings and the beer (laughs) have a wonderful weekend (laughs) if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.